Warning, this episode contains foul language and references to drug use, murder, and mental illness. to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, swampy, humid, batshit, creepy, alarming, and everything in between. Each week we sit down together from across the country and we talk about something weird. Weird. And after several weeks of chatting, just the old two of us, we're coming at you with a very special guest and a very special edition of one of your favorites and ours, Hometown Haunts. We're hometowning it over to Florida, that beautiful Incredible. southern swamp <laughs> land full of weirdos and stories that sound made up, but they are real because it's Florida, the Sunshine State, home to the Florida man and all of the hilarity slash chaos that follows him. Join us as we talk about the spooks, the crime, the legends, and all things bizarre from those beautiful beaches of Florida. I hope you packed your sunscreen because it's about to get hot in here. My name is Lauren, and this is my beautiful co-host, Ashley. Hi, weirdos. And joining us today is someone most of you should know from our never-ending fangirling and plugs of their show (laughs) and of this wonderful person who we love. Please welcome good friend of the show and fellow podcaster from the Florida Men on Florida Man podcast, Wayne McCarty. Wow. What an intro. (laughs) That was incredible. I'm, I'm blushing and I don't blush. Um, physically impossible oh. for me to blush, and I'm blushing right now. So. Is it because you're so pale? It is. <laughs> when I was when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to go in the sun as a child, which is hard um, in Florida. Yeah, it's that's difficult. I was a shut in. Yep, yeah. I was a shut in. Um, and so now I, I ease myself out. Um, but yeah, I I thank the world of you both. And I was telling somebody this morning, um, when we do guest appearances, it sometimes feels like work, but with you two, it feels like we're old friends catching up. Um, and I miss you dearly. And if I talk, if I talk too much about it, I'll start crying. So for sure, Which we for just sure. discussed. Just happy to be here. <laughs> we discussed that we're, we're a group of criers here. So we're we're yeah. all three criers. Yeah. So let's not get us uh, tied up in our emotions. Wayne, uh, the 100%. last time we got to podcast with you is way back in 2019. That's right talked about the bets sphere that was a big deal a wild story that i had never heard of until we came on your show and since then a lot has come out about ufos uh sorry uaps sorry you u.s government uaps including thank you declassified footage and theories from pretty high-ranking officials and scientists so what do y'all think about the idea that the small orb and Tic Tac UFOs zipping around, mm. one, looks a lot like the Bet Sphere, two, 
what if they are drones not human drones but like extraterrestrial drones not piloted by anything sent here to record and send back data Mm. Ooh, i don't hate that do you like that idea i mean i like it i don't know if that's what i think is happening but i want (laughs) i sort of now i want to think that that's happening because i love the idea of them just flying around us studying in their little sphere yeah yeah i think i think they would learn all they need to know about us pretty quickly pretty fast we're such a we're such a brutal um megalomaniac society you know i I think they would just move on now the idea that the u.s government um uh, has new toys to play with that interests me because i think traditionally that's that's their modus um what's the other half of that operandi there you go Mm -hmm. so they they have something new and fancy and then they go oh it's aliens and then like 20 years later they're like oh our bad that was us you know what i mean like secretly to classify it yeah. And it's it, it's always the U, it's always like U.S. Navy that stumbles upon these things. Have you noticed that? Like it's it, it conveniently yes. crashes near like a U.S. naval fleet, and it's like oh mm-hmm. that's that's fun. Um, Every so, report is from the Navy. That is so true. They have all isn't the good that interesting? Stuff. Yeah. yeah, I did read a report recently that there was uh, increased sightings of the Tic Tac drones um, over the Ukrainian and Russian conflict zone, oh. and it was fascinating because the the Russians were like. Uh, you know, these these UAPs are appearing and they seem to be just targeting us. And I'm like, oh, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you don't say. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think we're But even if it, it was, yeah, even if it was like extraterrestrial and they were down here, they would obviously be near where people are about sh- to fuck shit up. Like, I 100%. love the theory yeah. that it's not necessarily extraterrestrial, but it's ultra dimensional. Yes. And mm-hmm. so they are in another dimension, but that means they're here. They're just on the planet with us, essentially. So if right. say yeah. we set off an atomic bomb, uh, we might fuck some shit up on their side. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, could you not do that? Yeah. Could they're, you so stop? they're coming like, in, they're like, hey, politely. Can you please <laughs> not. You just destroyed a city. Yeah, and it's always near bodies of water. Yeah. Um, they're always which is always interesting. And I, I do think that there's something along the lines of, um, you, you know, there's there's a lot of theories about um, dimension hopping, okay? Yeah. Um, and so like oh, that can be done, you know, you go into the ocean far enough and all of a sudden you're not in the ocean anymore. Um, I've heard a lot you're of different theories. <laughs> yeah. And I've also heard the theory that it's future us. It's it's future us who we've mm-hmm. broken the, we've broken the time space, you know, uh, field. Yeah, we're but just... we're not allowed to communicate with ourselves because then right. we would change the course of history and you know, yeah. can't or maybe we, or with maybe history. You can't. And I said that to my teacher in high school. Um, <laughs> and, but I but I do think that like maybe there's a sense of they don't know they're here either, if that makes sense. Yeah, like maybe totally. Like, you know, like it could be accidental, but it, the first sighting was Florida. Yeah, there's definitely Florida. There's definitely something to the idea that because we have so many historical references to these things that mm-hmm. they've just always existed it's just now yep. everyone has a camera on them at all right. times we're yep. finally able to capture actually this capture them like it could just be that they're like a part of our world we just haven't figured out yet yeah you know what i'm mildly offended about and it's that like 
it's just been so blasé, hasn't it? Like these things yeah. come out and there's like, there's like hard evidence and everybody's like, did you see what like Kanye did? I'm like, bro, no one cares. There's, bro, aliens. there's aliens now. I don't yeah. understand why it, not everyone is losing their minds. Cause Ashley and I feel like talk about it every week. Wow. <laughs> we're so excited. I think we're all just tired. Yeah. We're exhausted. <laughs> I, I, I think, and I think that's also part of their plan. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. keep, keep us tired and distracted, and then they unveil this new stuff, and then we're just like, oh, whatever, yep. man. Whatever, I don't even. What are the Kardashians Can I get a new doing? iPhone? My iPhone was... doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the Kardashians always get thrown out as a distraction. Like I swear, Kris Jenner works harder than anybody else. She's throwing the news out there. Listen, when you have okay. an entertaining show, is an entertaining show. All I right? agree. God, God bless them. <laughs> God I mean, honestly. Them. Honestly, dude, yeah, that's a, that's a tangent. I would do what they do if I could, you know? I mean, yeah, 100%. Uh, except no to, one would ever want to film my life. I no. mean, no, but Way too nobody, nobody nobody wanted to film theirs either until they did. That's true. Uh, true. <laughs> that became but interesting. I, back to the aliens, I will say this. I I, I thought it was I thought it was kind of interesting um when the first uh drone footage was released back in like, I don't know, 2016 give or take 18 north florida um and everyone called it crazy and everyone was like oh well it's it's some kind of mistake and and this pilot didn't know what he was doing and now it's spoken about like so casually on cnn yeah Mm -hmm. like another another tic tac ship was uh was spotted and it's like no one just seems to be bothered by it like it's 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 very interesting Another Tic Tac ship. And also, could your canned green beans contain something that kills you? Find out <laughs> after these messages. Yeah. Stay, stay scared. tuned. Stay scared. Yeah, stay scared, right. everybody. Well, if you guys out there have not listened to our crossover episode with the Florida men, I insist that you do because it's definitely some of the most fun we've ever had. It's truly. a blast. And uh, listen, a Hometown Haunts Weird Florida episode could truly be a six-part series. So let's get into it. We've narrowed it down today to some of the lesser-known, strangest stories that this state has to offer. (laughs) Wild state has to offer. Wild. It's it's exhausting living here. (laughs) Wait, wait, can you remind me what part of Florida are you in? Well, and remind our listeners. We're in Central Florida, um, and and I will. I don't. I'm not being paid to say this. It's beautiful here, um, <laughs> and so we're right outside of Disney um, in a town called Lakeland. I'm wearing the hat, City of Lakeland. Ooh, um, is that your new hat? A, a new hat, yeah. And I was gifted this one. Uh, WWWD. What would Wayne do? That was a nice gift. That <gasps> some, Obsessed that someone with that. Sent me. I um, want that. Thank you. But the City of Lakeland hat is what I'm wearing now. But yeah, we're in Central Florida, um, where we don't have winter. And there's a lot of alligators, but people are mostly nice. All right. That was yeah. a, that I will was a great say, sell. When I visit Florida, it's very, um, it reminds me a lot of the Midwest. People are very nice. Yeah. Oddly enough. And, and Florida is one of those states where you can drive 45 minutes and the culture will change completely. Totally. And, and so it just really depends on where you land, man. You're going to have a different experience no matter where you're at. But the important thing is to find the locals, ask them what they do, and then just kind of like win in Rome, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Also avoid the alligators. We went uh, and saw Tom Segura. He was in Lakeland recently. And Joe um, and I just went to see Tom Segura as well. So fun, right? Yeah, he's my favorite. Me too. And and he was saying that um, he's like, you know, someone told me in Lakeland that there's an alligator that's eaten two people and it's still it's still down there by the lake. And they just pointed at it. And we were like, yeah, 
that's yeah. that's that's very normal like that's <laughs> we know exactly the alligator you're talking about right and you just <laughs> don't go day. near it yeah, yeah just don't um, touch that alligator don't mess yeah, as, with an, as an animal lover <laughs> environmentalist i'm like i mean you know what man like it's it's a given you're yeah. not supposed to play with them and why yeah. hurt yeah, don't get into his natural. space. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm He's that way living. with sharks. Whenever there's a shark attack, I'm like, well, were you, was the shark on the beach? Yeah, no. was was a, was, was a shark in, in your sand? house? No, <laughs> you were in Did the their shark house. break in. No, right. You were you broke in. God bless right. the sharks. That's right. You were trespassing. Yes. Okay, so my first story today. This story reminded me of a certain recently released horror movie that you may or may not have seen i don't want to give any spoilers away for anyone but if you guys have seen it you can scream uh (laughs) but between 1955 and 1966 there were several reports of people encountering a strange pink cloud that hung low to the ground almost like (gasps) a rolling fog along the tomoka (laughs) river west of daytona florida okay In the same area, for years prior, local kids had told stories about a strange globe of light that would chase cars in that area as well. But there hasn't been any connection to those two phenomena. I just thought it was interesting to add that that also took place in that area. Mm. Mm -hmm. The pink cloud was usually seen in the cooler months by hunters and fishermen on the Tomoka River, which, you know, kind of helped them with their explanation of the cloud like okay maybe it's fog due to the temperature and pressure changes and maybe it's just pink because of where the sun is in the sky yeah yeah come on guys we can do this (laughs) but some people still expressed concern because they thought it could possibly be some sort of chemical pollution but it was a rural area with no industrial activity so where could the pollution have come from Eventually, sightings of the strange low pink cloud developed into a local legend that the cloud ate people. Mm, yes. Sure. Please. I'm Naturally. available. <laughs> I'm available. It was blamed for the disappearance of at least one dozen people. Yeah. Although Dang. there's no evidence the cloud is what took them, but it was, again, an extremely rural area very low population so multiple people disappearing was still startling and to occur around the same time that this strange weather phenomenon was happening i don't think it's crazy to make that connection no no and i and i think it's cool honestly um yeah why not what's fascinating about florida (laughs) is these things will happen these phenomenons will happen and then we'll casually go, by the way, it also ate 12 people. Right. And, and, and unanimously, everyone goes, yeah. Well, yeah, well, well sure. Why? Of course it did. Yeah. What know? are you going to do? What else is a low pink cloud going to do? Just don't go eat near you. it. Is it weird? It's, Stay away from it. Yeah. I, I, so we actually covered this a while back. Um, and it's in an area of Florida where a lot of people come from. Like Marjorie Keenan Rawlings is from that area. Um, there's a few other folks historically that are from there. And there was a theory going around that uh, now there's also massive phosphate mining. Um, Interesting. And around the time the pink cloud appeared, the folks who purchased uh, vast um, areas of land there were mining for phosphate initially. And so there was this phenomenon about this uh, weather phenomenon that basically traps gases and doesn't allow them to be released and um, mixed a couple things together and phosphate can become kind of pinkish. 
Yeah. And so, and also, you know, that was a theory. Do you remember when those hikers died last year and it ended up being heat exhaustion? Yeah. One of the uh, theories was one of the theories was that there was some gas uh coming up from like underground caves and mines yeah. and stuff that was yeah. literally poison and that's yeah. something i'd never heard of before and that's like super common so what well, it's, it's possible when we when you mess with nature that happens uh, occasionally she fights back and i think that's you know it, it could explain a lot of the weirdness about florida there's literal like poison gases just begging to be released yeah and then you start mining the land and people are like oh it ate me, you know? So right. the land is literally like, uh, I dare you. Yeah, the land is begging us not to live here. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just like, you know what? We're going to live here even harder. Dude, I heard that recently. This kind of freaked me out. I heard recently that the reason you can't really ask artificial intelligence how to fix like global warming is because it will always like work backwards to identify the problem and the answer will always be eradicate humans. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And we can't. <laughs> yeah. That's it. cool. <laughs> yeah. That's real cool. We're not, re- we're not ready to hear that. Shame yeah. on us, bro. I know we're the Seriously. worst. I know we can't Shame even go us. there. We don't need we're to just... cry. <laughs> so the legend in the area is essentially that if you got too close to this pink cloud, it would eat the flesh right off of your bones Mm. even hunters claim to have found deer skeletons picked completely clean in an area where there were no bones or bodies the day before interesting Mm. but even crazier there are legends of the low pink dangerous cloud from 1605 it was recorded by a spanish explorer named alvaro mexia there are also local native american legends about the cloud as well okay which, you know, leads me to the theories. Obviously, the underground gas, big theory. Yeah. Totally yeah. support that one. But again, could be a Native American curse. Let's not I hope so. Forget <laughs> about the Native American curses that that litter our, our lands. Yep. So <laughs> there's even a monument still standing from the 50s that depicts this story. And the story goes that Chief Tomoki was a legendary chief of Timekwen. Is am I saying that right? Timekwen? Do you uh, know? Yes, you are. Okay. Uh-huh. Timekwen warriors. One day he got a little too big for his britches, mm-hmm. took a golden cup and drank water from a sacred spring, totally violating the practices of his people, disrespecting the land they live on. Huge no-no. So the tribe attacked his ass. They were like, we don't <laughs> listen. Absolutely not. No, not today, not. not tomorrow, not We're not ever. doing this with you. But according to the legend, he was invincible because he drank and kept drinking this sacred water. So he was supposedly being hit with all of these arrows to his body, including his kneecaps, but wouldn't go down. Hmm. So a beautiful maiden, I don't know why it's always a beautiful maiden and beautiful not just like maiden. a mom, but yeah. <laughs> this be- mom shows up. <laughs> this beautiful Ooh. MILF named olita (laughs) i love that that. walked up to him drew her bow and put a poisoned arrow right in the chief's heart yeah since then his spirit wanders the mist of the tomoka river forever Mm, wander that mist that's That's romantic dude i like it's a little romantic that's romantic got a a little saucy i like that (laughs) The statue is legit falling apart, but it depicts Chief Tomoki standing atop a large mound of rocks 
with members of his tribe below him pointing their weapons at him as he holds a spear in one hand and spills water from the sacred cup in the other. But what's kind of creepy to me is that the way the water spills out of the cup and down the tribe's people, it looks like mist. Ah, Incredible. The mist. Yeah. Ah, Stab me in the heart with a poison arrow. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. What a way to go. (laughs) Way to go. Uh, Another theory is swamp gas. Thanks, United States government. Like, not everything is swamp gas. And yeah. then, yeah, the only other theory, which I thought was interesting, because uh, recently, last year, there was a pink cloud over the Jersey Shore, over the shore. There was a yeah, pink cloud that, like, hovered for hours. And they found out that 200 miles away in Virginia, a rocket took off, and it released a small quantity of water vapor in the air really close to the vacuum of space which Mm. did something to this water vapor to keep it like it just like didn't dissipate and it just floated together and ended up like hovering over the jersey shore for hours but people like you could look you can google like pink cloud jersey shore and you could see it it's very strange just a little vape it's just a little vape (laughs) just a little puffing some cotton ripping some sweet cotton uh but that doesn't really explain the 1605 sighting no. or the Native American. No. We didn't have rockets Doesn't then. Doesn't add up, right? No. Doesn't a lot, quite add up. A lot of First Nation people wrote about the things that we still talk about. You know, we've changed the... Yeah, the, absolutely. We, we've changed the legends and the lore a little bit, but for the most part, most of it was documented way before we got here. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, Skunk that's cape. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think I, I'm more, I, I'm a little more frightened of a pink cloud uh, than I am skunk ape and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The pink, the pink cloud, cloud is really freaking me out. It's unforgiving. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think when, when, when we, co- you know, it is when we covered this, um, it, it was like this weird backwards, like, uh, you know, Florida board of tourism, like we were listing all the reasons why you shouldn't come here. And then, <laughs> and, and, and then it was like, also there's this pink cloud that occasionally shows up and just eat you yeah and then we were like so good night good night you had fun thanks for listening dreams love you yeah if you come back and see us yeah brutal yeah but again i I love that the land of florida is like so i don't know like it's so one-sided on her own survival that even the first nation people couldn't screw up you know what i mean like yeah you make you make one wrong step and she's like that's it you know I'm sitting in my cloud and I'm eating yep. all your people. Yeah, I'm sending yep. Pinky to get you. Pinky, yeah. oh, Pinky. Wayne, yeah. what do you have yes. for us today? Okay, so my story uh, starts and ends in a place called the Ocala National Forest, <laughs> um, and it is a place that is just—it's um, beautiful. Okay, okay. Uh, it's gorgeous. It looks like old Florida, but it's a very naughty place. A lot Uh-oh. of bad things happen there. Um, there are dozens and dozens of unmarked graves, even to this day. Okay. Um, there are two absolute full ghost towns. Um, and by that, I mean, they're just towns that no people don't live in anymore. They have yeah. left it. And so it just kind of exists this this major piece of land in Florida. And so this one was sent in by one of our listeners because there's this legend, and this is one we were familiar with about this deer. Um, that roams through the Ocala National Forest. And um, when you see it at first glance, it appears to be like a normal deer. Um, But as you get closer, you can, like, it looks like an accident has happened. 
like it's it's missing yeah. some some fur and it's been hurt been, been like a bar fight or something you know um, <laughs> a little roughed up yeah or maybe like a he's like he's a bad deer he's in a gang or something you know yeah, that's how i deer. that's how i sleep right. at night a gang deer <laughs> he's a bully to the others um <laughs> But if you see it, um, it's and you see the markings and you see like the the tore up parts, it's too late for you. Um, something terrible is going to happen to you. It's more of an omen. And this one also traces back to First Nation people who um, called Florida home well before the Spanish got here and the rest of us. And their legend was the same. If you saw the deer, um, something terrible was happening to your people shortly after. Jeez. And and so we've covered that before. We talked about it and looked into it before. And, you know, you at the end of the day, it's similar to the pink cloud. You just chalk it up and go, hey, man, like, you know, um, it's it's uh, one of the dangers of living here. Um, <laughs> yep. so, we so, have to deal with in our state. Yeah, and yeah. just to and just to be safe, I don't look at any deer. If I see a deer, I look away. You yeah. don't want to take any, you don't take any chances. Oh, I would do the same. Truly. Yeah, never take that chance. No, like, on the interstate, it's, it could be the gang leader. It, like you have, this you could know. be the one. And so, uh, one of our listeners wrote in, and it was last Halloween, and she had said, unfortunately, that her family had seen that like multiple times. Oh, um, and the first time was in the seventies, and her grandmother. Um, they were raised with the story. Her grandmother told them the story about how she was hanging clothes on a clothesline to dry. And her brother saw the deer. She heard the noise, looked up, didn't see anything, but her brother saw it. And her brother was younger than her. They were, they were both grown enough, um, you know, to, to know of the legend, I guess. And so um, her brother got really, really sick and fought this illness for like three weeks and ended up passing away. Oh my God. Um, and then the second time it happened, uh, happened to um, a grandchild and um, that grand or the grandchild's mother, the mother of the, of the child um, saw the deer um, out back on the property and um, then had a child pass away shortly after that. And so it's very tragic, what? almost like tales of a haunted prairie type situation, yeah. you know, where yeah. like a, a lot of folks who pioneered the state, like they saw strange things and then they got sick from weird illnesses and they couldn't explain it, you know? And so the first nation people, they, they used, you know, the deer and the pink clouds and all these other things to kind of explain it. Uh, but this story, you know, her, this happened to her grandmother and then again to like one of her nieces. And so um, she uh, at one point in time um, was out back on the property around Christmas time when she was younger. And she saw what she said looked like a deer that had basically survived a, um, a hit and run. Jeez. It was like really beat up. And she wasn't thinking about the legend. She immediately was just like, oh my God, like there's something wrong with this animal. And um, when she ran towards it, like it, it just kind of, it left and went the other way. And then um, when she told her family about it, they started reminding her of like, this is awful now. Like, you know, something terrible is going to happen to one of us. And then nothing um, ever did. Everybody was fine. And so she believed that because she was not afraid of it and that she was concerned for it unknowingly and was pursuing it to help that there wasn't some kind of weird punishment to follow um, mm. because nothing ever happened. And um, so it, it was, it's always interesting for us to kind of like have the historic perspective of a legend and then having someone like in real time go, here's why this is real to my family. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you have to be very careful with it because I'm very quick to go oh it's the u.s government or like oh it's right. whatever you know yeah but when someone's writing it with like a tangible like oh hey this like kind of like you know this has been something that's bad in my family i'm like oh crap like that's like a yeah. real to them it's very real it's not yeah, like right. a 
you know, but that all, uh, that takes place again in the northern part of the Ocala National Forest. And so um, I have another story to share later if we have time, but they both take place in that same area. And so my my larger belief is that there's just something in that neck of the woods. There's something yeah. there that's causing these weird things to spawn. These weird something almost spiritual is going things. on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's definitely which national places. forests always. Oh yeah, yes. There's definitely places all over. There's the um, uh, is it Barrington Triangle in Connecticut? I think it's called Barrington. I could be wrong. Mm. Is that the one um, we talked about forever mm-hmm, ago? Where like yeah. they're like a lot of disappearances take place there and they're all weird. It's always like this guy was traveling on a bus through there. And when they got to the stop, he was gone, but his Mm -hmm. luggage was still there. Like Mm. what happened to this guy? Right. And I just think there are places in the world. I know that like some woo woo people might chalk it up to like ley lines, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the community, like right. I can't, I don't know what it is, but ley lines yeah. where like certain certain things intersect, and yep. it makes that area, you know, maybe if you believe that Bigfoot is interdimensional, mm-hmm. maybe this is just an, a a window, like a vortex that Bigfoot can come in and out of, and like sure. maybe certain there's areas, a weird vortex in see. this national park too. Maybe there, right. just, yeah. maybe that is why the national parks were developed in the first place. To protect these portals, mm. I have love to be protected because of like, what exists within them. Yeah, like Teddy Roosevelt, right? Like, Teddy, he was the one, yeah. yeah, Uncle Teddy was like, "Hey, there's some nasty stuff in there, mm-hmm. and for your own good, you shouldn't go. You shouldn't um, live there, at least." Yeah, yeah well, nobody think, can build a house here. I think too, like you know, uh, there's dead folks everywhere. Yeah, so it's almost hard sometimes to go like, well. There was increased activity because people died there. I'm like, yeah, people die everywhere, die yeah, especially everywhere. In, in Florida. But I do think there's something to the disrespect of large areas of, of like if someone's been buried and ceremoniously and, mm-hmm. and there's like ancestral um, burials. When when that land is, is disrespected in some way, I do think there's uh, possibly an increased chance of something naughty happening afterwards and so or it's nasty happening. And I think in the Ocala National Forest, when you have modern day like abandoned graves that are just like pushed aside they're unmarked people kick them over all the time on hiking trails i think there's something to that i think the land is like hey you know what piss off yeah because like i mean like like uh here's here's this here's this haunted deer you know what i mean like (laughs) like 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 whatever you know and i think there's something to it for sure yeah well i hate to do this but Lauren, <laughs> what do you have for us today? I always, what horrific story did you bring us? I ruin everything. I I just, I had to be true to myself and bring mm. a dark crime story. But just know mm. that later in the episode, I brought some more silly Florida crimes, which we all love. Good. We, all, we all love to talk about the Florida man. We so we're going to do our palette. But yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be who I, who I am if I didn't get a little dark. So I apologize, Wayne. I feel like this is the darkest you're gonna get us. I, I emptied my sad tank before I came on the show. My, <laughs> so my oh, sad tank is goodness. at neutral now. I'm ready to receive. And I, okay, I will try not to overflow. Okay. Um. Okay. So this is a, this is a dark, horrible thing that happened, but it also strangely is like so Florida man as well. And you will see mm. why. Okay. So just after sundown on March 13th, 2021, A Florida man confessed to the police that he had just killed his grandfather with a baseball bat and a knife. 
And then he handed them something to prove it. Does anyone want to guess what he handed them before hand. I jump in? Uh, Ashley says hand. An ear. Okay, we have hand and ear. Let's find out what happened. So authorities arrived at the home of 77-year-old Ronald Wells Sr. And they were met by a 30-year-old man named Colby Parker sitting on the porch with Wells' bloody corpse just laying out beside him on the porch. Super casual. The elderly man was unresponsive and pronounced dead at the scene, unfortunately. Parker, the 30-year-old, initially told authorities that he was Wells' son and that after smoking some marijuana, the two got into a little bit of a fight and his father came at him with a knife. And so in self-defense, he had to come at him with deadly force. I don't buy it. He had no other choice. He was scared to to death, he said. Marijuana does not do that. (laughs) That's that's Marijuana makes you chill, (laughs) bruh. Yeah, that wouldn't make you fight. <laughs> that wouldn't make you aggressive. It was methawana. <laughs> it was the good old methawana. So he was quoted as saying, I just had a Vietnam veteran attack me. I had to defend myself and I'm sorry it got out of control. Okay. So then Parker said that he stabbed Wells in the heart four times. And investigators also found that one of the older man's forearms was bloody and had been partially degloved meaning the skin had been removed so brutal brutal and again i won't Mm. go that's all i'm gonna say i won't go any deeper but it was it was brutal degloved so later investigators found a shrine with bloody plastic like fake human ears in parker's room and above it was a sign that said the family butcher next to an apron so Police quickly determined that Parker's story had to have been partially wrong, and he was maybe up to a little something more than they thought. So they they get to talking to him a bit more. They're, you know, trying to coax a little more out of him, and they find out that 77-year-old Wells actually wasn't his father at all. It was his grandfather. Why even lie about that? Why even lie? That's so weird. No clue. And then they start patting him down because they're like, okay, we're going to have to take you in. And they feel something soft to the touch, but firm in his pocket. He's like, sir, I'm married. (laughs) Sir, please. Sir, please, (laughs) buy me dinner. Um, So Parker reaches into his pocket, like without a fight. He's like, oh yeah, I'll show you what's in there. He pulls out two human ears. Wayne, you were right. Wayne, did you know this story? I do it for a living. (laughs) He pulled out two human ears and said, Ronnie and Ronnie Jr. right here for (laughs) you. This man. Oh, my God. And what's even weirder is as he's holding out the ears, he is conversing so calmly with the officers, basically beginning to just tell them his whole truth, everything that actually happened, and then casually says, hey, can I have your gun? This is all captured on body cam footage, too. You can watch it online. It's insane. He says, can I have your gun? They're all like, uh, what? What no. are you talking about? And then no, suddenly, no, yeah, no, you can't. Then mm-hmm. suddenly he snaps out of his calm marijuana state, what we would think would be a marijuana state, <laughs> and then becomes violent and lunges for the officer's gun hanging on his belt. And then like a little bit of a scuffle ensues. They're able to subdue him. Pretty quickly after some, you know, kicks and headbutts here. And then they use the taser and they have him on the ground. They take him in. He like no issues. Like he's arrested. He's convicted everything. But 
he kept trying to change his story a little bit saying like, oh, well, I only used the bat. Oh no. Well then I skinned him. Oh no. Well then I did this. And just basically they couldn't ever get to the bottom of why it happened. All he kept saying Mm. was we were, you know, smoking a little bit, laughing a little bit. And then suddenly it turned violent and we were fighting, which again, that just doesn't track. So I think either they what's going on with the bloody shrine. Again, no clue. He was just like, it's just a thing, just a little collection. That little guy's ho- got more hobby. bodies. Yeah. Every, every, and, uh, every Everybody's weird to somebody, you know? And I think uh, uh, <laughs> his, his hobby of like stacking up bloody ears and then just conveniently <laughs> having his pawpaw's ears in his pocket, mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't take an expert to connect the dot. You know, it's like, like yeah. you know, there's oh. some, this, guy's, this guy's an ear guy, you know? This guy's got a thing He's an ear ears. guy. He's into the ears, and we don't shame, uh, but yeah. you can't you can't kill folks and take their ears. Yeah, and did he? Kill I was going to say the ears. Mm, I believe was it so. just the obsession it, with the ears? What did it? What did see? It? That's the thing. Like he admitted to you know like wanting the ears. Like that was that was a thing to him. That was something that he wanted of his grandfather's to keep to himself after he was gone. That was the other weird thing. He started to suddenly be like so loving. Yeah, like I. I think I mostly did it because we we were already fighting. And then I realized, well, I want my grandpa to be with my grandma who's already passed away. So I might as well, you know, does he just have put him to rest? I was about to say he's got hearing. He doesn't. Well, no. Well, they didn't find any other human ears, just the plastic okay. ones. And I think the fam the other family members would have been like, that is interesting that in the open casket funeral we <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have her ears. No, and he didn't have anyone ears. else's ears. But yeah, apparently he wanted to reunite his grandparents. And that's what it all comes down to oh. at the end of the day was, you Sweet know, boy. just like a peaceful off nice. So yeah, but kid. I think well, I think the marijuana was methawana, as you said, and that guy's got some that, that is such a satan- it's such a satanic panic story of like and it all happened because they were smoking weed yeah. <laughs> you know, the wacky a, weed uh, gateway drug yeah a a gateway drug to murder to Those murder kids. to taking ears you know I'm... the real the real surprise in this story is that uh the cop wasn't like yeah you can hold my gun i guess you know what i mean like <laughs> i know sure yeah. such can a I florida thing sure <laughs> sure why not you, you can yeah. check it out See that yeah, cool kid? My, I know. Yeah, my what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I well, love, that was I, uh, thoroughly awful. Yep. Awful, but know, like Florida. It just I was gonna, good. I was going to say, it didn't even put a dent in my sad tank. It's Because it, it's just so, it's so wacky. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so weird. Like, I feel bad for the pawpaw, yeah? Yeah. But like, at the same time, it's like, I don't know, man. An, an officer patted him down and was like, what is this like soft but firm thing in your pocket? And he was like, oh, it's some ears, bro. Like what? <laughs> just my ears. <laughs> that is just so, the like... ears. And again, this is all caught on body cam footage. The yeah. ears and the can I see your gun now, moment is all on video. It's did crazy. he call the police? Who called the police? He did call the police. So he and called the police and then called, was just and like, like told you know what? Himself. Yeah. I'm not going to take down my bloody ear shrine. Shrine. I've yeah. worked hard on it. You I've can't worked make hard me do on it. it. Yep. It's mine. I, yeah, this has taken me years. And it you certainly can't have it. won't raise any red flags. Nope. You know what, man? I mean, like, it depends on what county you're in. Because if he had been like in Polk County, uh, might have gotten place, away with it. I think so. <laughs> or he would have been shot like 20 yards away. You just, you just oh, never could know. go either way. Yeah. It's really. a roll the dice. But I, I do think, you know, there probably was some heavier drugs involved, 
that tends yeah. to be the case. Folks do a little meth, you know, uh, recreationally, and then they start skinning people alive. So I think that like, that's actually a pretty common occurrence in Florida, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can't do drugs, you know? Don't do Don't drugs, do drugs kids. kids. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. Now we sound like that that liberal dare program in school. <laughs> Good old I really dare. wish I could find a photo of myself from childhood in yeah. like my dare shirt. Just yeah. so I could, wear like, mine put it next to me now and be like, look at this I nerd. <laughs> I remember dare. getting one of those shirts and they made you promise like you're not oh, gonna yeah. do alcohol, you're oh, not gonna do marijuana. Promise. And then there's like a picture of like Bill Clinton in the background for some reason. And it was just like, there's this whole, like, you're not gonna do any of this stuff. And I was like, I won't do nothing. I gave me that shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And I put the shirt on and I was just like, man, I'm cool. Um, But you weren't cool, you know? I think it's very cool for kids to not do drugs. And I think it's very lame for adults to not do drugs. (laughs) Yeah, That's a great way to put it. Kids don't need drugs. What do you have to worry about? Right. That's right. What are you trying to forget about in your life? I got taxes. I'm stressed. I'm stressed out. When you're You're... over 18, you've earned that privilege. You've earned the privilege. We actually say to my daughters, my oldest daughter is nine and she, you know, she's, she's going on like 35. She's very smart, very artsy. (laughs) She's an entertainer. She's great. Um, But we told her like, Hey dude, like there's just some things grownups can do that you can't do. And that's like the whole, the the whole debate's over. Like you can't drive. Um, You also can't, you can't smoke cigarettes, you know, like you can't like, Say the F word. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're nine. So yeah. right. sorry. 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 Sorry about it. But one day you'll get to, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> the only rule in our house uh. is just don't cut your papa's ears off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. it's like, it's like this little I ask keep that we have. Like we, we just, don't we all want to keep our ears yeah. on. Like if 100%. you could let us have that, please. Yeah. Here's yeah. my yeah. thing for anyone who is young, who's a teenager, who's listening. Cause I know we have some long, young listeners. We yeah. do. I really do encourage you to not drink and do drugs until you're an adult because your brain is not fully formed and you mm. don't want to be an idiot. Yeah. When no. you get to That's be- good advice. I have friends who drank a lot or smoked a lot of weed in high school. I never did, who are idiots now. And the only thing, like we had the same education. The only thing right. I can think of is that they smoked and drank a lot in high school and it fucked up their brain forever uh, that's great so, advice yeah, i believe that's true you don't want to be a moron yeah. therapy is really cool start going when Therapy's you're young super therapy. dope, guys oh my gosh it's yes. a miracle no drugs no drink therapy therapy, <laughs> therapy. don't Boom. take ears and not okay. sell therapy enough and don't Wayne, take anybody's ears have you perchance read about mm. or visited a place known as casadega florida yes it's both you visited Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. Lauren. <laughs> okay, Lauren. tell me everything because why are up. both of you so excited? Okay, I'm not ready, but here we go. Casadega is about 30 minutes southwest of Daytona Beach, so it's a totally okay. doable addition if you need to add some strangeness to your next, you know, Daytona Beach vacay. I think it's of like not... spring break. Your spring yes, break vacation exactly. to Daytona. Okay, but you need to take a little day trip. To Casadega. It's not technically a city. It's an unincorporated community. And it is known as the psychic capital of the world. (gasps) Fun. And it's a community full of mediums and psychics. Wait, 
Okay. Pam? I, I almost talked about this when we did our weirdest places on earth episode, but I was like, this isn't included. Cause I don't think it's weird. It's where I want to live. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm packing my bags now. Yeah. Casadega was founded in 1875 when a spiritualist named George, 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 George Colby arrived by train and steamboat to central Florida. I did include the train and steamboat to let you know that he, it was a trip, okay, it in was 1875 yeah. from New Roll York travel. City to yep. Florida. He put um, in the work. George actually became a spiritualist as a, a, a young child after he got baptized because he was baptized in freezing lake water when he was a kid and he passed out because the water was so cold uh, and he believes that he may have died because after his baptism... He believes that he has direct contact with those on the other side. Like yeah. he, that's where all of his mediumship skills came from was the baptism. This poor kid. The, happened to me in the bathtub one time. <laughs> and now I can talk to the dead. <laughs> so he became interested in the occult and eventually became a spiritualist by wow. trade. Uh, he left his strict Baptist parents home very early. They were not super thrilled about mm. seeing dead people yeah mm. i get it, get it. Mm -hmm. no. um he would perform lectures and seances and during one communication one seance colby said that one of his spirit guides an indigenous american named seneca described to him a parcel of land on which colby could build a spiritualist retreat so he and his family traveled to what is today casadega florida and what was then just like total wilderness, like there was nothing yeah. there. So they set up camp nonetheless. And before long, they started accepting visitors, many of which became inhabitants. A lot of the homes, hotels, and auditoriums from his time are still standing today. Although not Very like cool. the upkeep is sure. great, but whatever. <laughs> Casadega is actually a Seneca word for water beneath the rocks, which I think is super intriguing on a paranormal level, seeing as that is one of the theories for locations with large amounts of paranormal activity that it could have something to do with the kinetic energy of the space, specifically running water over or under rocks that keeps the energy circulating there. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I like that. Casadagans were always and still are known for their egalitarianism. They, even back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, they would put women in leadership roles long before women even had voting rights. They fought Love for that. the abolition of slavery despite living in the South. And they even went head to head once with the KKK back in the uh, 70s. Ooh, so, Casadega right. <laughs> now today has about 70 full-time residents on about 57 acres of land. It's a nonprofit religious organization. There's about 170 members in total. Um, but that group of people includes 43 certified mediums, which is apparently not something just everyone can say they are. It takes like six years of education and testing to become a certified medium. I didn't okay. know that. And no. we've had episodes on mediums. So hello. Right. I know. <laughs> All of their religious and spiritual services are open to the public, and so is their community in general. You can visit the town and all its little shops. There are no stoplights or brand name stores, though, so don't expect to swing by Walmart or Starbucks while you're there. 
You can even come in and walk through their fairy trail, which is just a trail completely decorated with makeshift altars, which is very cool. Very cute. There's a welcome center right as you enter the camp. It's called the Andrew Jackson Davis Educational Building and Bookstore. At least that's what the sign outside reads. And it sells metaphysical gifts, books, and souvenirs for the town. And it's also there that you can find a large binder listing all the contact information for the mediums that live there that are currently taking appointments. So sorry, Illinois. I'm leaving. I have to take Florida. Sorry about it. Yeah, I want to go. From what I understand, and it's also not very competitive. Um, you would think, you know, like if you have 45 burger joints in one town, right? Yeah, there's there's going to be some some tension. Yeah, but the meetings right. there not so much. Um, it's very oh. sweet community. Um, we we had the privilege of visiting, and um, everyone is incredibly nice. Uh, oh, it's a it. beautiful place. It is such a vibe. Uh, my favorite part is how George, okay, goes under the water. Yeah, gets a little uh-huh. cold, passes out, comes back, and is like. <laughs> I need to get paid for this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like instantly he's like, how can I uh, incorporate? Let's uh, make yeah, something out of this. I, yeah, I need a little bit of money. Uh, yeah. But no, it's it's interesting because we we actually read some stories um, that some listeners had submitted uh, of some of the cool things that the 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 town's folks did. Uh, and one was battling off the KKK, which is like so legendary. Obsessed um, with that. Yeah, it's so cool. And there were some other legends and stuff about folks who were were like hurt and terrorized in Casadega. And we dug into it. And it's not true. Um, a lot well, of Baptist folks in, this, in the surrounding areas were trying to spread rumors about the place. Um, uh, and so they started making up stories about how folks were getting murdered there and like all this different uh-huh. stuff. And none of it was true. And it's in fact the opposite. So the petty well, high school about... gossip. <laughs> That's something about spiritualists and occultists and even Satanists that is very misunderstood. A lot of people hear those words and they're immediately like danger, like evil danger. And it's like, they're pretty chill people. Like, I don't know of any actual Satanists who have even heard an animal. Like, that's against their beliefs. So, um, they're just trying to chill. Yeah. 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 And it, Unfortunately, you know, not to draw like um, unhealthy parallels, but when you look at what happened like in Salem, that's a really popular mm-hmm. example. People people probably recognize that. Um, unfortunately, that stuff happened all over the country. Oh, yeah. Um, and it just wasn't as, you know, uh, as popular. Um, right. But in Florida, th- when we joke around and say this place is a lawless swamp, it's, that's, that, that is very true. <laughs> and so up until this, this, Florida was considered frontier in some areas in like the 1930s so wow. not that long ago yeah. it was considered frontier in florida and so unfortunately you had heirs like casadega and where they some baptist ministers like you know what they're all witches and they're all also doing these things we need mm-hmm. to kill them and it just happened under the radar and yeah. people you know and you never hear about it unless you really yeah. dig into it which part so of me true. is like dope <laughs> just in in the in the sense that, like, like like in 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 like the mad max sense of it yeah in the sense that like you know what take care of your own shit like who yeah. needs yeah. to involve the government every step of the way who needs right. to involve law enforcement every time you have a problem deal with that shit but at the same time mm. 
don't mess with some sweet little spiritualists who are just like minding their own business. I know. Truly just doing their own thing. Just living in the woods. Yeah. I will tell you this. Um, I didn't believe what we were selling on this show until 2020 when COVID happened and the whole world's on lockdown. No one's doing anything. And we had a friend of ours that owned a local business. And I called and I was like, hey, how can we help? Like, what what can we do? We want to get dinner. Are you serving? And he was like, yeah, we're doing curbside to go. We'll leave it on the steps. You can pick it up. Uh, do you want a bag of alcohol? And I go, come. <laughs> and I go, come. Yeah, what? What? Uh, again? Is that, uh, is that? Yes. an option? Um, the answer and, is and yes. He, and he said, yeah, the state's allowing us um, just to serve um, like unregulated alcohol because it's the end of the world and why not? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so we got a Ziploc bag of mimosa. <laughs> Um, that we is just, phenomenal like, driving down the road with this gallon size bag and I looked over my wife and I go I think this is it like I don't yeah. think we're coming back from this I think this no. is like this is Florida in its true form yeah. no one's checking no rules anymore. man right yeah. lawlessness and we made it out but goodness gracious yeah I love that yeah <laughs> Wayne I want to hear your other story from the national park please yeah it's brief please. yeah Ocala national forest it's brief but yeah. um some some men run a um uh what's the opposite of like a hen party um like a, a bachelor party cock, I guess. cock night yeah cock they were, night. Uh, it, was sure. a big, it was a big cock night with a bunch of guys <laughs> <laughs> and um and and they were in the, in the woods um as sure. those things happen you know yep. and um they That's were hiking. I, I have my cock nights <laughs> yeah I've been invited to a few and, and so um <laughs> they were out in the woods and celebrating and, and um, they decided to stop halfway through the hiking um, at this cabin. And uh, it was like a one room cabin. Like it wasn't anything fancy. It wasn't storming or anything. They were just taking a breather. And one of the guys found a bunch of old stuff, like a bunch of boxes of old stuff. And, and what glowing. do we do when we find a bunch of boxes of old stuff in a, an abandoned cabin? We claim we it as our own. We don't touch it. Oh. <laughs> we so unpack that, it and keep it in our house. <laughs> they didn't follow the rules. Oh. Um, but they um, they found a journal in, in one of the boxes. And in the oh. journal, um, it was kind of a glorified like sign-in sheet that you would find like at an Airbnb. Okay, you know, where it's like, oh, I stayed here and it was yeah. great. But uh, unfortunately, the the first half of the journal was an actual journal of a woman who um, had supposedly built the cabin, her and her husband, in the true frontier days of Florida. Um, They had traveled there because the state was giving away land uh, in the same way that Alaska was doing not too long ago. They want people to live here, so they're giving away plots of land. And so her and her husband traveled here, and the nearest neighbor was 30 miles away. And so, yeah, and so they built this cabin, and... And shortly after living there, she was journaling because he was always out doing homestead stuff. You know, he wasn't around and uh, she was journaling about how like, you know, at nighttime she hears things and her husband is very religious. And he was saying how she probably should pray more. And it's always like, you know, really antiquated, you know, um, responses. And um, the journal entries began to get more and more frantic and more and more frightening. And then unfortunately, about a third of the way through one of them, she says, you know, my husband's gone to town. And he's going to get help for me. He's going to get some medicines and supplies and stuff. He'll be back in a week, but I fear that I won't make it through the week. And after her husband left, she began detailing you know, knocks and scratches at the door, um, voices that were saying to her that like, we want the baby, the baby belongs to us. And she had no knowledge of even being pregnant. 
she had no idea that she was actually as actually with child um and so uh in one of the entries after like day three or four she says you know my my husband's calling to me and uh, he's outside the door but he can't get in so i'm gonna let him in um and and that was the last entry by her in the journal and so essentially whatever the voice was or whatever the entity was that was causing her to to um, kind of you know unfortunately go mad began to mimic her her dear husband and so she let she let it in and so when you when you rewind and you look back a lot of first nation folks who lived here they had legends of of spirits that that owned and ruled the land before they even arrived and but you had to kind of like the old vampiric legends you had to invite them in they they could not come into your dwelling and so unfortunately, this one um, seemed to have tricked her. And so uh, these gentlemen found this journal um, in the cabin, along with a bunch of other entries that were just punk teenagers, you know, writing and stuff. And so there is no like, uh, th- the book is very dated. I think the the early date on it was like 1920-ish. Uh, so yeah. it is possible that it was just left there for years and years and years. Yeah. Um, it could be a prank, but if it's a prank, we're talking like, someone before the titanic or, or shortly after the titanic was like oh let's trick some people with a journal yeah i'm you gonna know? write this so, journal and maybe in a hundred years people. somebody will find it <laughs> right yeah it's, 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 it's actually more far-fetched to believe it's a prank um yeah. than the other than the other I way agree. around but yeah and again that happened in the northern part of the ocala national forest Ooh, so. that Mama forest Mia, that it reminded me a lot of the Bell Witch story that I told yeah. this Halloween. I don't know mm. if you remember, it's, Lauren. Uh, of course. It's a Some terrifying story of a, a oh. you know, a voice that could mimic other people just mm. showing up in this cabin and mm. terrorizing this family. But what if it was like, what if it did like Barack Obama or something? That'd be kind of cool. (laughs) I would definitely open the door. I'd be so excited. For me, that would be it. I'm like in this cabin. I'm like so scared. And they're just just like, I'm not going to try to do it. But you know what I mean? (laughs) I did want to hear your impression. (laughs) No, I can't. But if they were just like, hey, it's me, Obama. I would be like, well. I mean, dang it, man. Come in. You know what I mean? Come right in, sir. Let's talk about it. So let's chat. And then my journal would end. So (laughs) then that's, that's it. That's all you wrote. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, so we've been talking for a while. Should I move to my, my sillies and not do another dark one? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Let's do some silly. Let's do a silly. Let's do some sillies. Yeah. Um, Okay. Where did my, everything just go? Okay. Some sillies. Florida man. Let's go. These are, these are official Florida man stories. Yep. They are real. These are real news stories. Little, little crimes that happened. A Florida man in Vero beach. Where's Vero beach. Do you know, does that mean anything to you, Wayne? Yeah. No, it's, it's on the the coast. It's there. Okay. Oh, a beach. Yep. Yeah. Okay. A Florida man in Vero beach had a Mm -hmm. very interesting defense when he was charged with a DUI. The Indian river County Sheriff's office responded to a report at a McDonald's where a woman claimed that her car was being repeatedly collided with somebody was behind her just hitting her bumper over and over like very lightly but just they were clearly out of control and when she would look back like the guy like in the drive-thru yeah in the drive-thru and he like she could tell something was off with him and she's like somebody help me so these are called and they see this man like taking his foot on and off the gas like clearly like feeling himself feeling good 
And they say, we need you to step out of the car, blah, blah, blah. And when they ask, you know, what's going on? Have you been drinking tonight? I said, I am feeling pretty good. And then he (laughs) takes a huge swig of his Jim Beam bottle just right in front of everyone. And they're like, oh, okay, well, okay. So you're drinking and driving. Like we see, you're not even going to try and fight it. Like, okay, come with us. You're arrested. And he said, well, well, wait, I wasn't drinking while the car was moving. I would only drink when it was stopped, like at stop signs and traffic signs. And when I was stopped well, in the drive around, right. so like I never, when I was accelerating, <laughs> I was never drinking. And he like, he truly tried to talk himself out of this and sat there at the McDonald's and negotiated, but he did indeed get arrested. Spoiler. Hmm. Okay. Weird. Here's the thing. <laughs> Is he wrong? Well, I mean, you got to find those little workarounds to. I know. I I respect that he was trying to find the loophole. (laughs) Yeah, that's difficult. I don't know, man. Yeah, I I think that uh, it's one of those things where if the cops are involved, I tend to go like, well, I'm going to side with the other guy uh, until it gets like too, you know, crazy, like cutting your pop ears off and stuff. But like um with this one i kind of feel like if i were a cop i'd be like dude you know what kudos <laughs> Good like to you it. you solved the law like you, you figured it. it out you solved the law you solved yeah. the law so yeah i uh, side with him i side right. with this guy so we're we're all voting he should have been let so, go yeah. he he should have yeah. at least been allowed to get his mcdonald's i hope that they still let him get his food when he was put in the back of the car like i hope he got his double cheeseburger yeah, yeah. I I believe he did. Okay. The next Florida man was in Orlando, which I feel like I hear a lot of Orlando stories and like, I get it. I like it. A Florida man in Orlando blocked the path of a truck by performing flips in the middle of a very busy road. Mm. Officers were called to the scene and approached this very enthusiastic gymnast And as soon as they started to get close to him, he started doing flips and cartwheels to escape their grasp. Every time their hands would get close to him, he would do a cartwheel or a backflip or a round (laughs) off, whatever he could pull out to get away. And there is a viral video online that is pretty funny of this man. He's in like skin tight pants, like the tight, you're you're seeing everything. How is his form? Yeah. Pretty good. Really? Especially because okay. his shoes are broken. Like the <laughs> sole is ripped off from the bottom. And so they're flapping around, which would trip me up. Like I would not be able to do not a good him, though. But, And yeah. he's wearing a crop top as well. So like tight belly exposing clothes, which also I feel like could hinder someone, but he, he was in him. it performing his acrobats. And I can't uh, believe this. Will you send me a picture? <laughs> I can send you the video. Um, no. And he... When I say his form was good, like, should he go to the Olympics? No, but impressive for like his broken shoes. He did look like he had, you know, maybe he had taken something earlier in the night or taken a little sip of something, maybe the methuana. Mm -hmm. Um, But it did seem as if he thought he was auditioning for some sort of dance team. And this was like the big performance and the cops were just, you know, they were interrupting. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally they were able to detain him, but. You know yeah. what? I like that he tried. Really you know what stop? You know what stops a flip? What? A taser. Pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, take it'll, much. That'll bring right you down tracks. real quick. Okay, well, let, let me ask you two. Can, can either one of you do a flip? No, no. Forward. Okay, so same. I can't do one frontwards. I can't do one backwards. Mm-mm. So, what if it's like something that you just like acquire? I've never known anyone to practice flips. I've never seen that in my life. So, what if you just get this gift of like a flip? Like one. it's gifted to you. 
and everyone gets one flip. Right. But like, but if you inherited that, you would go, look what I can do. And look I would be I showing everybody. Exactly. I would show I would, everybody if I could do flips. Where's the busiest road? I'm going to yep. go to it. And yep. I, I'm not I'm even going to let this truck get by because this truck no. driver needs to do my flips. And no. yeah, it is impressive. Uh, I even you think made a good point. Actually, I'm on his side now. Being able to do a cartwheel is even impressive to me. My son uh, called me out the other day because he was trying to do a cartwheel because he saw somebody do it on one of his YouTube videos. And he said, mom, will you show me how to do a cartwheel? I was like, you know, I'll give it the old college try, but I really don't think I can do a cartwheel anymore. And I did one of the most hideous versions of a cartwheel that's ever been done. It is so hard to get the limbs above your body that way. Wheeled, cartwheeled. Not one. Well, yeah. it's it's a cartwheel is unique in the sense that it's one of the only things you can do where you feel like it looks good. Like you, like yeah. when you're yeah, doing it, you're true. like, that you're was like, solid that was good, right? That was and everyone was like, wheel. your legs were bent the whole time. Yeah, and then yeah. your son's like, you I want bent. a divorce. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. Ashley, you'll like this one. A a Florida man in Emerald City. Oh, which. Mm-hmm. Pokemon <laughs> was arrested outside of a strip club for attempting to smuggle in his cat. Okay. And it's not a euphemism. I have to clear that up, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> just we're talking about a strip club. No, he had a cat. Yeah. He, uh, his name was Everett. He tried to enter the Emerald city gentlemen's club with his favorite feline from home, but he was refused entry when the wiggling yeah. lump under his shirt was trying to escape after he entered the joint and nine one one was called because he was refusing to leave after asked several times. And he was like me and my bud little, I don't know what his name was. We're going to call him Stewie, little Stewie, the kitty we want to come in. He was so intoxicated that no taxi wanted to pick him up and he did have to go sit in the drunk tank and he... did the cat get to go with him? Here's the thing. <laughs> I do not see the problem. I think this strip club is far too strict. That's yes. what I'm um, saying. What is the cat doing wrong? He was just well, chilling. It's a cat. The, Let the that cat... cat in see them too. He was just snuggling in yeah. his shirt. The kitty needs titties. You know kitty, what I mean. Kitty needs titties. I I I think it is quite rude, and I and I think that it's 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 fascinating to me. Like whenever there's a crime, and I'm using quotation marks right now, and there's a crime where like someone gets arrested for something so ludicrous, where it's like, bro, like he just wanted to bring a cat in. Like right. There's been worse things. There are so many a worse club, things. I guarantee you, guarantee. thousand percent. And, and it's Florida, so the, it's Florida, yeah. so the, it, guns were probably allowed in there, but not Meth. a cat. Yeah, one hundred percent. Guns, no and cats this guy, though. This guy loves his cat enough to, to bring his cat. He's probably a nice guy. Probably sweetie. Uh-huh. He's probably the guy you want to be in there. Tips well, you know. I'm on yeah. his side again. I yep. am too. I I feel like I've three been for on... three, three for three. Yeah. I feel like all these guys are just living their truth. Yeah. And yep. till the cops show up. The... <laughs> till the cops show up. Cops are ruining all of the fun in these situations. Yeah. yeah. Defund yeah. the police. <laughs> <laughs> If there's ever been an argument for defunding the police. It's just a poster of of Stuart the cat. (laughs) Little Stuart popping out of the guy's shirt at the strip club. Like, let him in. Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can go four for four. This will be my last one. My last silly. There was a Florida man who (laughs) was going through a Wendy's drive-thru or back in a fast food drive-thru. Okay. And he 
flinged, flung, flung an alligator through the drive-through window mm. after no. finding now. the reptile on the side of the road. Okay. He tried to order a drink from employees, and when he got up to the window, he was throwing it into into their zone. They all screamed and flipped out and had to scatter away. And uh, he tried to toss money at them as well, saying like, hey, I gave you a gator and my money now. I paid uh, yeah. Get me my drink. Right. Uh, and he didn't have enough money. I also thought that was a fun little note of the story. Like <laughs> the change wasn't correct for the drink. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when police were called and he was arrested on the spot, he said it was just a stupid prank. I'm a prankster. This is just what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Isn't it harmless when like actually somebody could have gotten really hurt? And yeah. I don't think the gator attacked anyone because it was terrified as well, but it did. I think like the way it was flung, it did claw into one of the workers a little bit. So like somebody did get hurt because like, of it. And maybe if you threw yeah. a squirrel in, we might totally. go. Well, okay, I, that's you know what yeah. a squirrel could go ape shit on somebody prank. too, but yeah, maybe. I feel bad for the gator. I feel yeah, bad. that's also uh, animal cruelty a bit. Yeah, yeah, and also those those poor people at at, at Wendy's, man, just trying to work, you know, and yeah, um, trying to sling their their uh, spicy chicken sandwiches. Right, and they get Delicious. a gator toss at them. A gator, yeah, mm-hmm. and like that's a. The- a small one, but nonetheless a gator. I yeah, I feel bad for the workers. A dinosaur and the gator. got thrown in a window at their face. Yes. Like this. a thousand percent. It's not terrifying. on his not on his team. This guy um, lost me. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I agree. And this is the kind of stuff that like when folks hear it, they go, That's not real. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that didn't really that happen. happen. It's it's in Florida. It did. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was a Tuesday night at Wendy's. Uh-huh. And yeah. his, the judge, I just, if anyone wants to know the end of the story, he did have to go to court because again, like people were hurt, things happened. Uh, right. He was, he could never visit a Wendy's again <gasps> and he wasn't allowed to own a gun, which yeah, like a fair and fair, but then also he wasn't allowed to touch anyone's dog. And I don't know why that was part of the rule, but he's not allowed to touch huh. people's dogs. Does the punishment fit the crime, though? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's the confusing thing. For everybody calm down for it. Everybody calm down for a second, okay? Yeah. I know we. I can't. Put I'd a rather go to prison. I'd yeah. rather go to prison. Lock I me up. Wonder. I wonder if it has to do with the animal cruelty of it all, and that he yeah. found this gator just living its life on the side of the road, picked it up, got into the car to be part of his prank, and it's like that wasn't his pet. That was. That was just, I don't that know. Was I was just trying creature. to think like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then we, why can't he, why not not be able to touch cats or guinea pigs? I don't know why it's just dogs, but. Yeah. No, oh, huh. that is interesting. Uh, it, there, we used to have signs in Florida that said, um, don't molest the alligators. And they were like official, like government signs. They weren't like funny signs or anything. Oh. Um, and then like three years ago, someone was like, we should change the verbiage on that. Uh, that, <laughs> that feels weird. And I'm like, at this point, bro, it's been like 50 years. Yeah. Like no one's molesting alligators, you know, no. like leave them be, leave it alone. And they changed it. And now the sign uh, in a lot of places just says like, warning, there's alligators here. And I'm like, bro, what? Mm. That's like a, that's not what the original meaning was at all. No, yeah, it was, that totally changes it. Yeah. Stop being mean to gators. Stop throwing them through Put windows. It is. Leave them alone. Don't Cut throw them out. through a drive through window. Speaking bring them of, to a strip club. Bring them to a strip club. Speaking of signs that got changed that break my heart. When mm. I was growing up in Walnut Hill, Illinois, there was one sign that was essentially, it's like 
um, slow down. There are children in the area. Yeah, yeah. But the sign said, beware the children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. And I would do anything to go back in time to steal that beware the children sign. Because I feel like if you're driving around, you see a sign that says, beware the children. You're going to be like, am I in a Stephen King novel? Right. Like, what are the kids doing? Why are they evil? I remember those signs. And now it's like the the beginning of slow children playing usually. Yeah. Um, yeah. which then people make the joke that it's like I, slow exactly. children playing it's as like, opposed yep, to slow yep, children yep, yep. playing yeah right. but beware the children that's so good so much better oh i miss that that was good times. so good okay Wayne, times. is there anything to because i heard this and i don't know if this is true um the reason so many crazy 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 news stories florida men stories specifically come out of florida has something to do with reporting in florida it's true that's part of the reason uh it's uh the sunshine state law uh, sunshine law it's a law that promotes um uh, journalistic visibility um and so essentially uh the crimes that a lot of states can kind of cover up and um if you do something naughty like bringing a a cat to a strip club um (laughs) and you are in like georgia or somewhere you can go hey i don't want anybody to know that and they can go cool um in florida everybody goes nope we're posting it tomorrow. Oh, broadcasting it. We're putting a picture of you and your address. You're being I boxed. already tweeted it. Honestly, yeah. maybe if we did that. Well, no, didn't work in Florida. Why would I think it would work anywhere else? Right. I was going to no. say, maybe if we did that everywhere, people wouldn't do such crazy stuff. But clearly. You feel a little more shame, but uh, nope. You That's guys have Florida men's stories literally every single week on your show. Yeah. yeah. So Cameron handles the headlines on our show and he has a plethora he does about 10 every episode and it's a journey uh he comes <laughs> through he comes through 100 just to narrow it down say. to 10 and they're yeah. fresh every every single week i do think that you know the the logical leap is it would help people behave and all it's done is shine a light on how crazy florida is the other two things <laughs> are the uh the heat um has been um theorized as part yeah, of the reason yeah. why we're crazy uh, and yeah. there's like this overpopulation slash drugs. Um, and so I guess you could say you could point a light at California and go, cool, let's report on everything. I just choose to believe that it's just unique to to Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. let's let's go on believing. I'm We've already all I'm created this beautiful fairy tale. Yeah. 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 That Florida is just this Florida special is land like the with all the crazies. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, and I, going on. I got to be in bed by nine thirty, so I don't really party anymore. But like, <laughs> whenever, whenever I was younger, and I could really throw down um, a lot of cock parties in the woods, um, yeah, reading naturally. reading some demon journals and stuff. Yeah, um, I bet. sure. But I, I've, a lot of my closest friends are from Seattle, L.A., and the you know, the like, and they moved to Florida um, for some reason. And so, like, um, whenever we talk about it, like, it takes them like a year or two before they go. It's real, huh? I'm it's like, real. Yeah, real. <laughs> yeah. Like you're yeah. feeling it, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So you're, uh, you're feeling the vibe of Florida. Yeah, it grows on you. Well, yeah. thank you for taking us through this wonderful trip. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Florida, what a you. Florida journey. <laughs> yeah. 
It's Thank you been for having fun. me. I uh, mm-hmm. uh, make sure listeners, please, if you haven't already, check out Florida Man on Florida Man. It's one of my all-time favorite pods. So good. They share strange stories. I guarantee you've never ever heard every single week. And Wayne, Josh, and Cameron, and who could forget Greg? Of course, are Greg. truly the funniest hosts. You have to listen to their show. Wayne, you're the best. I love you to the moon and back. I love Seriously. you both so much. This Thank has been an you. honor. And Thank you for and, being um, here. My sad tank was a quarter of the way filled uh, when I came on here and now it's, and now it's empty because Yum. you both made me so happy. So thank you. Yeah, we just adore you. <laughs> I don't know how you managed to be like so witty and funny yourself, but find the partners on your podcast that you did. Like, how are you all the funniest creatures on this planet? Thank you for saying that. They're they're sweet boys. Um, both of them. <laughs> they are I love sweet them. boys. I love them both they to are. death. Would die for all of them. So yeah, mm. they're amazing. My favorite thing about Josh is that he was attacked by a bobcat. That's real. It's it's something I will never forget as long as I live. And it it really it really is special. It really we, anytime we, I'm down, I just think about I think Josh of the bobcat yeah. by a bobcat and I he, am immediately picked back up. We did a live event not too long ago at a conference and um he told that story. Oh. And, he, and and he said he, <laughs> he said that. Uh, he had a temporary tattoo uh, on his bicep and that uh, he slung the bobcat so hard that after the fight, the tattoo was on his forearm. <laughs> and that, and I, I think about that all the time. Like it was like one of the, one of the best descriptions. <laughs> that is perfect. We'll have to that have him so on. Cause I, just I was going to say, honestly, imagine I... what will come out of his mouth. Well, that's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. Again, thank you so much, Wayne, for joining us. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Um, And as for us, we are kind of done for a while. We've got the holidays coming up. Lauren and I will be giving you a yearly wrap-up, as we usually do. And hopefully, we will be able to record a Christmas special this year when Lauren visits. But we'll see what life has in store for us. I know. Anything you never happen. know. <laughs> Life is wild right now. In the meantime, though, follow us on social media at Keep It Weird Cast. You can keep track of everything we are up to. Follow the Florida Men on social media. It's at F O F M O F M. F M O F M. I was trying to do it from memory, but it was yeah. not happening. <laughs> it's at F M O F M podcast. F-M-O-F-M podcast. Consider donating to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast so you can help us produce our show and you'll get bonus episodes and a monthly newsletter in return. You can buy merch from our Tee Public store by going to www.keepitweirdpodcast.com slash merch. And last but not least, if you have a moment, you can support us by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Ooh. Wayne, yeah. what's our sign-off this week? I thought we could uh, recite the entire Gaelic prayer from the 1737 service. If you guys are ready, we'll go ahead yes. and start. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. Time, time does, does pass pass slowly, slowly. sometimes sometimes faster, faster than you like. <laughs> You like, but take a moment to to <laughs> to appreciate appreciate see and appreciate. A- amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> and keep keep it, it 
Weird. Wayne, I can't believe you came prepared with that Gaelic prayer. That was off the cuff, babe. I, yeah. uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't believe you both ran with it.